Jack, Hong Kong. Vroom, vroom to you. San Pagel in for Outdoor Adventures. Welcome on in to another episode. And we're going to switch things up just a little bit. We're going to still be talking a lot of outdoor stuff today, including the latest with the regulation or possible regulation changes up there at Lake of the Woods. And uh, But we're going to do a little motorcycling today with myself and my good pal, Chris Kudak, who is standing by on line numero tenno. How's it going, Kudak? Good, good. Uh, recuperating from taking all the fish off yesterday. And yeah, I had to go, go run to the DMV this morning and pay 400 bucks for license tabs on my pickup, which is, I think, is the biggest joke in the country. <laughs> you buy the truck, you pay taxes. Every year you still pay taxes, and you sell it, you pay taxes. It's a, uh, you know. It's a it's a great scheme. I mean, if you, if a regular business could come up with the scheme that the uh, Department of Transportation has going on the DMV, uh, we'd all we'd all be rich rich individuals. I mean, anybody that can sell a, a sticker, a one inch square sticker for you know four or five hundred bucks and above, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you buy the vehicle, you pay taxes on it. You 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 know, that's like the four wheelers, you pay taxes. And, Every time they turn around, the state should pay taxes. I can see why these people are are moving to South Dakota, where where the taxes are paid. You know, they got casinos there that's paying them, or this and that's what's paying them, or they got some lotteries that's paying them. But no, our governor let's raise taxes on everybody in this state so we can run them out of tax, so we can you know tax them on gas, tax them on cigarettes, tax them this, tax them that. <laughs> So we can give it all to the kids at the schools and buy them new computers every six months because their computer's got a scratch in it. You know, we got to get somebody in there that's going to run and say, you know what, let's, let's build some casinos in this state and get yeah. some get some lottery games or whatever and pay for our parks, pay for this, pay, take some of the taxes, take some of the burden off these people. Wow, you must have been listening to the previous show with Sue Jeffers because you, you are on a roll. Well, no, I just... I just bite my tongue every time I go, you know, I got to go, you know, buy a license for this or license or, or a fishing license or a hunting license. And, yeah, you know, it's it's getting to be at the point where, you know, I've been Social Security disability collecting this, collecting that. And, you know, we don't get a raise. You know, I, I live from paycheck to paycheck, and this stuff just, it just irks me. You know, I, by the time I'm done paying my bills, I'm scripting and scrounging, but he could jack my taxes up on me. Yeah, it's that's the way that's the way it goes. It's uh, the price of doing business, unfortunately, and and uh, the price of doing business, especially in this state, like you say, it just keeps getting more and more expensive by the day. Well, I'm thinking if I move to another country, <laughs> I could probably get a grocery store. They buy me a Cadillac, and uh, you know, I wouldn't. I could pay no taxes, and I could get a you know do whatever, and I could I could live high on the hog. Drive around and let the let the let the, the government pay for me. Well, what country do you think would? Well, first of all, we got to figure out a country that would actually accept you into their uh, boundaries, because you know, thankfully, you were born here in the USA. Otherwise, I don't know if we'd have let you in. Well, probably not, but I'm sure I could go. Uh, I don't know where I go. Maybe to Sweden. They got a good look, a lot of good looking girls in Sweden. I'd probably have to go to Sweden. I think. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad place, but you know, it's probably false advertising. It's just like when they when they uh, do the advertising here. You know, it's it's always the hot girls that are drinking. You know, the beer or the hot girls catching the fish. It's it, it doesn't always work out that way. It's, I think it's called marketing. And last time I yeah, checked, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, now that I did all that stuff. 
<laughs> we had a good trip yesterday with the with the the, the couple of ladies on the boat, their husband and, and two little kids. The lady called me here a little while ago, and she says that little girl wants to come ice fishing now. Oh, yeah. She had they had so much fun fishing yesterday with us on the boat that that little girl. That's all she talked about was was catching them walleye. She, yeah. She, the, you know, them two two kids have never caught a fish. They, they've never, you know, they lived in Edina down in the cities, and they've never caught any fish. And they said they had so much fun yesterday. That's all that little girl could talk about. Yeah, you kind of created a monster because I know when we went out uh, yesterday, I drove my cycle up there, and I got a wicked sunburn. I got the uh, nice uh, white uh, raccoon eyes because uh, I had my sunglasses on. and uh, But it was a fun trip anyway. And... That girl didn't really want to fish when we started, but then when we told her it was time to go and we had to go in, she did not want to go. No, no, she <laughs> she you know she wanted to go swimming. She's a little she likes to swim. Her her, her grandma said her her friend there, her mother or whatever that that the little girl liked to swim and she wanted to go swimming. And towards the end, there you know they wanted they asked her, "Do you want to go swimming?" No, I want to fish. She says, "I like this." After she caught her third or fourth walleye, she was hooked. Yeah, that that was a good thing to see uh, some new kids getting involved. And the other guy, what was it, uh, Tom, the the boy, he was having a lot of fun too and could see the big grins on their face. So it was good to be a part of that. And I tell you what, uh, I got to give props out to that anchor man that was on the boat. He was one hell of an anchor man. I, I don't know if I've ever seen an anchor man like that before. Yeah, and I, I talked to Dickie about that this morning. I said, anybody that can throw an anchor backwards five times and drag it across the <laughs> bottom like that, I said, <laughs> You know what? I said, he's got to go to anchoring class. And he started laughing. He just chuckled. He said, I said, yeah, he couldn't figure out that that ring had to go to the top of the rope. But uh, after towards the end there, I said, just throw the, throw the anchor and I'll back it up, bury it in there. And don't worry about it. Just let it go away. It's the way I tell you to go, let it go and it'll be just fine. Yeah, towards the last two times there, I think he figured out how to do it. Well, I think there was uh, some operator area error when it comes to throttle control on the old Mercury as well. So, you know, I guess that goes both ways. Yeah, there was throttle control. It was going back too slow, probably. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun up there, and I enjoyed it as well. I didn't. Uh, I actually got beat by uh, the newcomers that we had on the boat that have never caught a fish before. Imagine that. They caught more fish than Stan. Well, you know what? It was, it, was, uh, it was fun to see them young kids out there having a good time, and, and they had their treats, and they had their hamburgers on the boat, and, yeah, you know, you look at the smiles on them little kids' faces, and when they got off that boat, they were pretty well pooped out, and they got back to their trailer over there, and I think the little kids went right to sleep. Yeah, it was definitely a good time, and it was nice for me, too, because I got a little few miles on the cycle, and I looked at the odometer when I left to come up there, and I'm like, really? This is all the cycling I've done this this summer. It's pretty sad. So it was good. Even though it was a hot one, it was good to get out on the bike. And that's going to be kind of the topic of the show here today. We'll get into uh, some more uh, fishing and hunting stuff here uh, probably in the last segment, about 545. But we're going to be uh, hitting the road doing a little motorcycling today because we got the big Algona rally coming up next weekend in Algona. The Abate Rally there, and we're going to be talking to uh, one of the members of Abate, uh, Mike Berger. He's joined us here on Outdoor Adventures in the past, and we're going to be chatting about their upcoming Labor Day Rally up in Litchfield. 
and also uh you know how you can become a member what they do what they're all about and they have some new speaking of taxes kuduk if you want to spend a little extra money on those license plates uh abate has uh they got some new legislation passed i heard about uh some new vanity plates for motorcycles and also for cars uh with a message basically start seeing motorcycles so there's another thing you can uh Dole out your sweeter and cash too, but uh, we'll talk to them about that too. And they have a lot of great things coming up here in the next few weeks, so that should be fun. Well, as you know, you know the the, the, the motorcycle deal. I see a lot of them guys driving up and down the road. It's been raining here for the last twenty minutes. Not hard, just a little drizzle. We're supposed to get a big storm tonight, but I guess they really got nailed up uh, up north of Malax. There, I guess they had a, a lot of trees power down this morning, early this morning. It must have hit last night, I guess, and. You know, it's, 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 we got this warm weather. I got a feeling we're going to get some storms tonight. And, you know, as you, as you can see, Stan, as we were fishing yesterday, there's no walleyes left in Malax Lake. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it at all. We, we didn't catch a one. Nope, not a one. <laughs> and, and, you know, and then look at the, the sizes we had, the different year classes. Oh, I was so, I was so disappointed that I was catching release because I was, that first one I caught, I, I, I saw it. I was like, Oh my goodness. Would that thing be good in the old frying pan? My mouth was yeah, just watering and then I had to throw them back and it, it was disappointing. But at the same time, I get it. Yeah. You have to do it. Well, hopefully you know, we get the new entourage in there, and, and they'll change it maybe for this winter, or maybe we'll get to keep a couple or, or whatever, or maybe next summer we may be able to get to keep a couple. But the stuff I think will be changing here after the election, hopefully, and, and hopefully it'll be for the for the good. So, the you know, you look at the, the boats out there. I mean, we didn't see a lot of boats running around out there yesterday, but this weekend I'm sure they got a couple tournaments going on. they got a bass tournament up there out of, out of one of the places. they got a walleye tournament. And, you know, what gets me that these guys are coming in for a one-day tournament and they got 40 pounds of fish or 30 pounds of fish, and it's all catch and release, so they measure it, weigh it, and, you know, or do this and do that, but there's no fish in the lake. I mean, uh, something, something just ain't jiving with me on this deal, but, you know, I, I would tell everybody that listens to this show, get a hold of your state representative, your congressman, you know, and, and you know, I would think, you know, you, we had a petition out here a while back. I don't, I, don't, I haven't heard where that went to or wherever it's, wherever it went to, but it'd be interesting to see what happens. We, we got to get some people in the, in our, in our, you know, you, we talked about it here a year ago. Look at what we got for a legislature state representative. None of them hot, none of them fish. Mm-hmm. You know, they ride their 10 speeds around or do whatever <laughs> they do. And there, you know, we have no sports teams in there. Very few, if there is any. And uh, we need some we need some people in the state that are, are sportsmen that can put money back into the pheasants, the ducks, the the chickens, the uh, uh, whatever. I mean, and, and get up there and help those resort owners. I mean, stop at stop at your local bait store and go out and buy a pop bag of chips, some leeches or whatever, and help these people out. Get on a boat and have fun like we did yesterday. How much fun can you have on a launch for a couple hours to go gas grill and have a few hamburgers and catch a bunch of fish? Yeah, it was a great time. And I tell you what, I might have to, I might have to isolate that last line you used about legislators riding around in their 10 speeds because that was classic. I think I'm going to save that one uh, for the archives here on Outdoor Adventures. And I think if I ever get a chance to ask a legislator a question, that's going to be my question to them. Just, just well, trying to be a smart you know, ass and just be like, and, "Hey, and I, do you yeah. ride a ten speed?" 
Well, you know, maybe they were horseback riding. Who knows? You know, <laughs> yeah, they, how many of them go to the state parks? How many of them come up fishing? How many of them go hunting? How many of them, you know, get out in the outdoors? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, it's very I mean, few. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's around fifteen to twenty percent, if I remember the number right. It's it's not I mean, a lot. I, I, I've seen some of these legislators, guys and gals. I would love to see them on a tent. I would love to see them on a four wheeler. Yeah. Well, I what's funny is too. Uh, what I love. Start yeah, what I love about them is the way they, when they go to certain parts of the the country, or not the country, but certain parts of the state, they try to dress the part. Like when we go to the governor's opener, like the one year it was up in, what was it, Grand Rapids or something, and they're all wearing the flannel shirt and the blue jeans and the boots and, you know, the chopper mitts trying to look all, you know, Minnesotan, so to speak. And it's just, it, it makes me... Almost puke. It's it's so stupid, silly. <laughs> and the best part is when the dinner's over, they all get their vehicles and, and go drive back to the city. Yeah, after their uh, little appearance. So, well, we got to wrap up this segment. <laughs> it was a fun one, an interesting one. Didn't exactly go where I thought it was going to go, but I'm glad it went the way it did. So that's uh, <laughs> that's the beauty of live radio. It just happens. So we'll be back, and Mike Berger with a bait. We're going to be getting on the old uh, motorcycles and cruising around with a bait of Minnesota coming up next here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Big, little, or short or tall, wish I could kept them all. Mm, I love them, everyone. Like a big gun for the chums, holding me in their arms. Back with more outdoor adventures on Twin Cities News Talk. There's a Kudux theme song right there. And, oh, I uh, thought you were playing Happy Birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I almost forgot to let the listeners know. Uh, send out your birthday shout-outs to Kudux. Uh, turned, uh, what, 42 yesterday? 26. 26. Wow, you're getting younger every year, I tell you, buddy. Not looking like yeah. it, but uh, I guess if you think it, you, you are. Well, I got home last night and... Well, on the way home, I got a phone call from Tony Ward and, and Dee the Hammer, my buddies there, and they said, get in the shower. We're taking you out for your birthday dinner. So they, they took me over to Princeton to the Frontier Steakhouse and bought me dinner last night. So uh, you two, thank you very much for the dinner last night. It was good seeing you guys. Yeah, and I tried to buy you a burger, but you didn't even eat it. Just let it go to waste. Thanks for uh, draining my bank account for nothing. Well... You know what? It was so dang hot yesterday, Stan. I ate the two <laughs> and that's about all I could eat. It yeah. was, it was, I, I can't eat when it's that hot. And I mean, we were out on that boat. And, you know, it was a little nicer on the lake than, than on shore. But boy, when we hit shore yesterday, it was hot. Yeah, it was an inferno. That is uh, definitely correct. But uh, we're going to move on to our next topic here. And uh, it's always fun to talk motorcycling here on Outdoor Adventures. It's one of our uh, favorite things we feature here on the show uh, every week and uh, every episode. And we are going to be once again chatting with the uh, bait folks. And the spokesperson, Mike Berger, is joining us right now on Outdoor Adventures. So let's pull him up. Welcome to the show, Mike. How have we been? I have been great. How have you been? We've been doing very well. It's been a little while since we have chatted with you, but I know you guys have had some uh, good news here with the uh, last legislative session. You got some things uh, passed there in your favor, and uh, why don't you tell us uh, what's going on there? 
You know, it, it's rare that something really good comes out of the state capitol anymore, but <laughs> finally we got something good to happen. Uh, we have a motorcycle awareness license plate. We're the only state in the entire country that does this. And for an extra 20 bucks, you can get a plate for your car, your motorcycle, your RV, your truck that uh, is going to support motorcycle training. Uh, $10 of that 20 bucks will go straight to the Motorcycle Safety Fund, and that's going to help with training and awareness programs to really help motorcyclists be better on the road and to help car drivers kind of be aware of us, know, know that we're out there. So what is this program or this safety program? Is that a state-run program or is that run through uh, your abate uh, program or who's, who runs that? Right. It, it is a state program. It's called the Minnesota Motorcycle Safety Fund. And what that does, and it, it's totally funded by motorcyclists. So when you renew your motorcycle tabs, money goes into this fund. This is not a general taxpayer fund. This is something that motorcyclists pay for. And what it does is it helps fund all of the training programs. So let's say you're not a motorcyclist, but you want to learn how to ride. You can take a safety class and learn how to ride. And the state's even going to provide you with a motorcycle for that training. And this safety fund helps pay for all of that. Yeah, I know I went through the safety program back, I think I was 15 or 16. I was right after, I think, I got my 16th birthday because I wanted to have my motorcycle permit uh, before I got my car license. <laughs> sure. So I took it uh, way back in the day, and uh, it's it's definitely a good program, and I've recommended it to others. In fact, I just had a friend ask me here a couple of weeks ago. He was like, you know, I don't know if he's going through a midlife crisis or what, but he, he goes, you know, I really kind of want to learn how to ride a motorcycle he goes do you know how i can figure it out and i said well hey i said i did this years ago and i said i know they run them every year so it's definitely uh and you know even for somebody that has ridden for a while sometimes it's it's kind of good to kind of get a refresher too because we sometimes forget uh you know just like with people driving in cars they kind of forget some of the safety tips out there absolutely you know minnesota has some of the best training programs in the country i take a safety riding course every year we have courses for every level of rider, from the, the novice who's never been on a bike before to the rider who rides every year, but it's always good to scrape the rust off those skills, to all the way up to advanced courses that are very similar to what the, uh, the motorcycle police take, where you really get to learn how to throw that motorcycle through the curves and around obstacles. It's always good to get trained. It helps you be a better rider. Yeah, now you know, uh, that that's probably one of the best things around for you know any even if you've rode it for a long time to get on one and go through a refresher course and it, you know it get you on your toes a little better and you learn maybe you can learn something it's like any like anything else you can you, you always learn something every time you're doing something yeah absolutely I do it every year myself and it's amazing what I learn each year going oh my gosh I had no idea I was doing this wrong or that wrong or you know just the fact that we haven't been on our motorcycles all winter. It's always good to get back on and be reminded of those skills. Yeah, and do you guys have an abate rally coming up to up in Finland? I, I thought I I thought I seen. Well, actually, our rally is going to be out at the Meeker County Fairgrounds. It's over Labor Day weekend. Uh, it's the same weekend we do this every year, and uh, it's it's going to be a great time. We've got some amazing bands coming out, including Sweet from the uh, 1970s, 1980s. Think about the song Fox on the Run and others. We're going to have a great time out there. 
Well, you know what? We would remember that, but Sidecar Stan over there you're talking to, that's way over his head. <laughs> oh, they sing Little Willie, too, right? Yes, they do. See, Kudak, don't uh, question me when it comes to music, old man. Well, <laughs> you know, back in the 70s, you were probably about only six years old or five years old. Not even. But uh, <laughs> let's move on. Let, let's move on here. So I, I'm checking out the plates here, and it looks like these new the ones on the motorcycle because they're a little bit smaller plates. It says "See motorcyclists," and then yep. the other ones say "Start seeing motorcyclists." And that's been kind of a message. I, I, you you see those stickers all the time, but it really is true. I mean, and and unfortunately, you know, you're you're kind of a sitting duck out there, uh, so to speak, as a motorcycle rider. So the more we can getting the people's heads that hey kind of look out look out for others i mean i've had people on exit lanes fly right beside me when it's merging to one lane and i don't know if they're just in a hurry or they didn't see me or both but you know definitely you got to think of the people on the bike sometimes because uh two wheels versus four usually doesn't work out too well unfortunately absolutely and you know for the car drivers out there put the cell phones down it's the biggest thing that scares me on my commute into work on my motorcycle i go by someone and they're screwing around with their cell phones. Put them down. It's a shame that we couldn't get that bill passed this year for the mandatory hands-free usage. But uh, anything that we can do to get car drivers to be aware of us, it's going to be a good thing. We are chatting with uh, bait spokesperson Mike Berger here on Outdoor Adventures. You can uh, just Google Abate and uh, find what is What is your website? Is it just Abate.com? Uh, AbateMN.org. AbateMN.org is their website, and we will uh, come back more with Mike Berger of Abate and chat the big rally coming up in uh, Litchfield here for Labor Day weekend. So uh, mark your calendars for that. going to be a great time. And uh, other things coming up here, too, on Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. It was late in the evening, the moon was pale. I was putting the miles between me and jail. A gal on a cycle was cruising along. I was minding my business and singing a song. Till I saw a sidecar on that Harley And a gal that was stacked like a sack of barley I didn't know what the gal was thinking But she's poking fun of my hot rod lady we're back into the second half already here on Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and the free iHeartRadio app. Make sure you download that free iHeartRadio app and uh, you can listen anytime live. Just search Twin Cities News Talk or you can uh, listen to Outdoor Adventures and get our all our past and present episodes there. Just search Outdoor Adventures. And they got a new thing, Kudak, now. With your old uh, phone, you will not be able to participate in this, but uh, most of our audience will. But you can actually download the podcast now to your phone so it's on the hard drive, so you don't use your data. So let's say you're up, like, for example, I don't know what it is about Malax, but when I was up there yesterday, my service was horrible. So you can download it ahead of time, load up your phone with episodes of Outdoor Adventures or whatever you want, and then you can listen without, and you don't even need, like, cell service. It's, it, it's on a file. If that makes any sense to you? Uh, you went way over my head, but where where is the, the this next eBay rally at, and what what's the date on? Is it on? Well, you know, we've we've got the big state rally that's coming up over Labor Day weekend, and that's out in Litchfield. But one of our chapters now, Abate of Minnesota is broken down into individual chapters. They're doing uh, a big rally called the Upper Kettle River Shakedown. Now that's the one that's going to be up in Finlayson. And that's going to be July 13th to the 15th. Uh-oh, Kudak. You that's might, you might to have to do... Do I get free passes for that? 
<laughs> I, I'm not the one to talk to about that. <laughs> Nothing in life. I'll go up for that one. That's not too far from my house. If anybody knows, Kudak, you should know that nothing in life is free anymore. <laughs> There's always a price to pay some way or another. <laughs> well, I'm sure I could do something there for him. Yeah, maybe you'll have to head over there, Kudak, and uh, you can report live from the beer garden or something and, and give us some reports. It's coming up July 13th through the 15th, so that's just a couple, two weeks from now. Yeah, that's, 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 it, it looks like the music lineup is pretty good. They've got the Fishtone Rockers and Chain Lightning playing on Friday. And then Saturday, they've got uh, Milkbone and Bad Jack taking the stage. Yeah. yeah that'd, be, that'd be a fun deal to do that one. Yeah, I might even have to run up there because, I mean, that isn't uh, too far for me either. I could maybe make a quick trip up there. But uh, the state rally you had mentioned, uh, Mike. Mike Berger, by the way, is our guest uh, spokesperson for Abate of MN. And you can check them out at abatemn.org. But the big state rally, that's uh, Labor Day weekend. And I tell you what, what a great way to kind of end summer is uh, get on the bike, do a little cruising, and watch some live music, uh, maybe partake in a few adult beverages, and just have some good old fun. Absolutely. We've got six different bands that are going to be playing over the, the whole weekend. I mentioned that Sweet was going to be out there. Well, we're going to have Flip and Rock Gods. We've got the 70s Magic Sunshine Band, Mountain Ash, and then Legacy of the Loud. And advanced tickets are really a bargain. They're only $30 until July 15th, and you can get those straight from our website. That is a heck of a deal. And is that for all all three days, 30 bucks? It sure is. It's all three days. It's all the bands. And totally free camping as well. It's all included. Wow, that is an awesome deal. So go to uh, baitmn.org. Uh, there's a link right there. It says the State Motorcycle Rally, and they got a big flyer there you can check out. But uh, gates open Thursday at noon on August 30th, and it goes all the way through, what is it, I'm guessing Sunday the 2nd, and lots of great music. And you also have some raffles, and it looks like a little cash to be won, too. We've got all sorts of cash prizes, absolutely, uh $2,999 is the grand prize, and then there's a $1,999 second prize, and then nine other $999 prizes. So there's a lot of prizes out there, a lot of good cash to win, a great place to spend it because, as you mentioned, there's going to be beverages there and vendors and all sorts of great food. It's going to be a great time for everyone. So. Uh... Oh, yeah, there's a beer garden, Kudak, of course. Oh, there's there is. a beer garden, absolutely. Yeah, if there wasn't a beer garden, there'd be an uprising, I'm guessing. How <laughs> <laughs> about a motorcycle parade? Last time I was in Iowa, I believe they had a motorcycle parade. Yeah, absolutely, we've got that. There are bike games, there are bike shows, tattoo contests, fashion contests, chili cook-offs. You name it, there is pretty much something for everybody at the rally. Do they still have the burnout contest? Uh, we don't have the burnout contest per se at our rally, but we do have a lot of bike games that go down on Sunday, things like you know the, the, the slow race and uh, kickstart competitions and barrel rolls and all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, we will have sled poles there as well, and that's always kind of fun to see what kind of horsepower folks have on their bikes and how much weight they're going to be able to pull down the track. Well, I better. I got. I'm gonna have to warn you, Mike. If I show up for that chili contest, you better make sure you're not downwind from my campsite because it could be a long weekend for you. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just, hey, 
Just put them in an outhouse, lock the door, and leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, we're chatting with Mike Berger, uh, Bait of Minnesota, and you can check him out at abatemn.org. Um, also wanted to chat with you, of course, uh, you guys are nonprofits, so you go off of memberships and stuff. What do you get with a membership? Uh, why should people join? What are you guys all about? Uh, just kind of give a rundown for folks that maybe, I mean, you're a big name in the motorcycle business, but, uh, you know, for those that maybe don't know, uh, can sure. you kind of give a little synopsis of what you guys do? You know, with the membership to abate, what you're going to get, uh, the, the biggest thing is defense of your riding freedoms. A-Beta Minnesota is down at the state capitol every year. We are lobbying to make sure that nobody takes away our rights to be able to ride, our rights to ride the way that we want and to be able to customize our motorcycles the way we want and that we're, we're not, uh, you know, unfairly looked at. We're not profiled by law enforcement, that, you know, we're, we're treated fairly and equitably. And that's, that's the biggest thing that ABATE does. And we're able to do that through the membership monies. But then you're also going to get our, our monthly magazine that comes to you called Road Noise, and it's filled with all sorts of great information about events that are going on all across the state. Uh, you're going to have uh, discounts then to the state rally, and then we have chapters all throughout the state, and they have monthly meetings. And it's just a great opportunity to, uh, to socialize with everyone once you're a member. Go to uh, yeah, abatemn.org if you'd like to join that, and Kudak, go absolutely. ahead. And you, uh, how many members, active members, do you really ha- you have? I know there's there's a ton of them. Oh, we've got a lot. We've got about four thousand members here in the state of Minnesota, and we're always looking for more. We'd love, you know, considering how many motorcyclists there are in this state. You know, over oh heavens, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of folks here in Minnesota that ride. We'd love to get every single one of them as a member. I was going to well, ask I you. I, I come down one sixty nine this morning and. I'll bet I see oh, from a twenty mile stretch, I bet I see at least a hundred. At least oh, I'm going. Yeah. And it's the best bargain in the entire state. It's twenty dollars for a membership for a single and it's thirty dollars for a uh, a couple membership for one year. Sure, and, and if I you mean, go to I one of the rallies and save that ten bucks on your entry, you got it paid for. Absolutely. I mean, if you've got that membership, you're gonna save twenty dollars right at the gate to get into our rally. So right there, come to the rally, you've paid for your membership, plus we're there defending the rights. It's the best 20 bucks you're going to be able to spend. Well, you mentioned about the uh, the profiling deal. Wasn't there uh, some type of case or some legislation here in the last couple of years? In fact, I think my uh, one of my representatives out in Mound, uh, Osmic, was part of that, if I remember right, on the profiling deal? Yep. You... Are you there, Mike? I think you cut him off. I think we may have lost Mike, but uh, I'm pretty sure about that. On the uh, on the, uh, we'll check in back in with Mike here after the break. We'll take a quick break here, but uh, I know there was a deal where they were chatting with uh, as far as legislation on uh, the profiling of motorcyclists uh, for whatever reason. they were profiling them. I don't, I don't. I don't know why they would, but uh, that's that's the way it goes. So we'll take a quick break here, and we'll come back. We'll try to get Mike Berger of Abate MN back on here. You can check out more information on the state rally coming up in Labor Day weekend. AbateMN.org, and we'll be back to wrap things up next here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM eleven thirty, FM one zero three five, and the free iHeartRadio app.
One final segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk. Don't forget, download that free iHeartRadio app and you can catch Outdoor Adventures anytime. The podcast now downloadable. So you can load up your phone if you're going on vacation or on a big road trip and uh, download your favorite show from here at Twin Cities News Talk and listen to it anytime. Download that free iHeartRadio app today for your mobile device, computer, laptop, all that fun stuff. You can get it there on the iHeartRadio app. And we are chatting, wrapping things up with Mike Berger of Abate of Minnesota. Got their big state rally coming up August 30th through September 2nd. And before the break, we had a couple of technical issues, Mike. But uh, just wanted you to finish your thought. I know there was some legislation as far as uh, profiling of motorcyclists. Whatever happened with that? Well, we're, we're working on getting that passed. We did not manage to get it through on this session. But what this legislation would do is mandate training to law enforcement officers so that they understand that motorcyclists, just because we're on a motorcycle or because we wear black leather, they're not allowed to just simply pull us over because they think we look like criminals. Uh, they're not allowed to profile us. We want to make sure they get trained on that. And uh, that's what this legislation would allow, and hopefully next session, we're going to be able to get that to happen. I mean, is this something that, that actually has been an issue? And, I mean, you stole the leather jackets or the bandana, but, I mean, I, that doesn't necessarily uh, mean criminal to me. So how did this ever even kind of get legs, I guess? You know, sadly, it is an issue here in Minnesota, and it's an issue in many other states. You know, for some reason, when you see uh, the motorcyclist with the black leather vest and they've got their patches on, some people seem to think that that must mean this is a, a, a bad individual that deserves extra extra scrutiny from law enforcement, and that's simply not the case. I mean, there's no absolute reason for that to be happening, but sadly it is. And we want to make sure that motorcyclists get treated just as fairly as a car driver does. I mean, is that something uh, kind of from the movies, I guess, maybe uh, got passed along and just kind of a... Uh... Kind of something people thought was really what it is? You know, certainly the movies have not helped that image. Uh, and, and unfortunately, occasionally you might hear that there's a, a, an incident with, you know, maybe a, a, a member of a, a, a motorcycle club or something, but no one, no member of a club, no member of ABATE is a criminal simply by definition. And unfortunately, we're looked at that way all too often. And we want to make sure that law enforcement understands we're law-abiding individuals. Unless there's probable cause to really pull us over, you have no right to profile us. Well, I, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of people driving around in cars that are, are, are worse than the guys that are on motorcycles. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'd love to see some of the attention that we get as motorcyclists maybe put towards those people who are on the cell phones, the ones who are really causing the death and the dangerous driving conditions on the road. Well, you know, I come driving down 169, and I tell you what, every day I come down that road, there's somebody got a cell phone in their hand. They're all over the road texting people. Them are the ones that should be getting nailed. I agree with you 100% on that. I see it I, every I, day when I'm out on my bike. And I see it every time I go down 169. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I they pass you. I mean, I'm, I'm in the left lane doing 60 miles an hour. They pass you at 70, and they're they're texting on their phone. They're doing this. That are the ones that you, you know, you give them 100. It's like a seatbelt ticket. You give them a $100 ticket. The next one, you get $200. Third one, you get a $1,000 fine. Maybe they'll quit doing it. I, I couldn't agree with you more. But 
Well, we will see you at the, the, the well, Stan will probably see you at the one there. I, I might go to the one up in uh, Finland. Well, we'd, we'd love to have you there. We'd love to have you out at the state rally. And now that I've been warned to maybe not be downwind of Stan, I, I think we'll be in good shape. <laughs> Perfect. Well, like I, like I told you, you put them in a sidecar and you stick them up in the weeds somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> You take it easy, Mike, and uh, thanks again for joining us and filling us in the latest. Thank you all, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That is uh, Mike Berger, Abate of Minnesota. You can check him out at abatemn.org. Got their big state rally coming up uh, on August 30th through September 2nd. Lots of live music, beer garden, motorcycle games. Uh, I'm sure there'll probably be some pretty ladies there, too, for you, Kuduk. That would be a fun one to go to. And then they got one uh, sooner up in your neck of the woods. Uh, that's just two weeks away, July, uh, what was it, the 13th through the 15th, I believe it was, yeah, up in yeah. Finlayson. So, yep, so you can check that out as well. And if you'd like to become a member, I think you said it was like 30 bucks, so it's a pretty good deal, and uh, or 20 bucks, I think it even is. So you can save that. You go to one rally and you got your money back. So it's a pretty good deal, and uh, they do a lot to promote uh, safety for motorcyclists and uh, drivers alike, and and also uh, promote legislation that uh, kind of helps the bikers out there. So it's it, it's a good organization, that's for sure. Yeah, you bet it is. It's uh, beware of the motorcycles; don't run them over. Yeah. So uh, maybe be uh, seeing one of you folks out there. Hope to see you. if uh, I do get there. I'll let you know and uh, make sure you come up and say hi to us. And that'd be a fun one. I know uh, I was chatting with uh, one of the other members. Mac and he was saying that uh, he he kind of invited us out to do some live stuff out there at the state rally. So if we can get the powers that be here at the radio station to cooperate and uh, to help us out, uh, we may be broadcasting there live. Now that that might be a little dangerous as far as it comes from FCC perspective, but uh, it should be a lot of fun if we do get to do it. Oh, you bet, you bet. If they let us do it, we go out there and do it. Yeah, so uh, keep it tuned here. We'll let you know if we uh, do have that happen and coming up here in September. But uh, Kudak wanted to go back uh, to what we chatted about last week, and that is the uh, proposed uh, changes to the regulations up there at Lake of the Woods. We had a good chat with our friend uh, J.P. Tessie of Lake of the Woods Outdoorsman.com last week here on Outdoor Adventures. You can download that podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, it's last week's show, and we chatted about it with him, and he's he's a conservationist, obviously. He's kind of stopped fishing that springtime rainy river bite just because, you know, they're they're spawning and stuff, and you had some pretty strong opinions on that as well. But you can sound off on that until July 11th. Just go to the DNR website, search Lake of the Woods in the fishing uh, section there, and you'll uh, find that. But uh, it is kind of interesting. They're talking to go into a six-foot, six fish limit in the winter time and then uh making that spring run catch and release only which you know i i just don't get the whole catch and release only thing i guess you know because if they they always talk and we've talked about this umpteen million times but the whole malax deal is you know they say well there's there's hooking mortality and that counts towards the quota well you know, why do you have catch and release seasons? And you, because if you're going to kill the fish, you might as well be able to keep it, in my opinion. Well, yeah, it's waste not whatnot in this state. Uh, that's like fishing bass on the bed. They've already, you know, you, there, there's the lenders had stuff on it. And 
These guys are out catching the bass on the beds, which, you know what, let the fish spawn. Close it down. Let the fish spawn. The resources will be better. Uh, I mean, if you go up to the rainy, you could go sturgeon fishing. We got, we're going to have here, not next week, or I think the week after, we're going to have Tom Briggs on from up there. He's resort order. used to have Wigwam Resort up there for years. And I talked to him the other day. He's got some tournaments he's fishing, but he will uh, come on, and he's going to give his two cents. I talked to him, but he's kind of in the, in the same same deal as JP that, you know what, shut the Rainy River down, let the fish go under and spawn, and go sturgeon fishing. And, you know, that's like any other lake. You know, let the fish spawn, let the eggs hatch, and, and you know, let the little ones be little ones and let them grow up to be big ones. I mean, why would you want to disrupt the you know the cycle of life on them fish? Just let them let them get their spawning done, and then let's go fish them. Sure, and I guess we talked about this too on last week's show, which you can get on that IR Radio app. But I, I also wanted to reiterate: is one thing that I guess kind of bothers me too is if these lakes are having trouble, whether it's different year classes or too many fish or too many big fish or too many small fish or not enough fish or not any fish, whatever the problem or issue is with the fishery. And then they have all these tournaments. Well, as an angler that is paying, and I get it, you know, it's it's to promote the industry in a way as well, but a lot of it is just a bunch of marketing in my opinion. But you have all these professional anglers going to these same lakes, and then I have to lower my limits or lower my chances of catching a fish because of all these tournaments going on, and I, I guess that's you know. well, yeah, you know, you got you, well. Well, actually, we've had tournaments every weekend, two or three tournaments going on, and you know, it's bringing revenue for the for the resort owners or in, the, in a few bait stores. The bass guys they don't spend a lot of money on bait because they got their plastics. You know, they they don't use live bait. Very few of them, and and the, you know, the walleye guys they you know they buy bait. I mean, they spend money and. But, you know, it's, I, I would think that the, the, if they say Lake is such a turmoil, why would they have tournaments there? I mean, it's, yeah, it's catch and release, photo catch and release. Well, some of them, you know, granted, some of them do die. I mean, these guys that are catching them are careful. They're professionals. They throw them back, they release them. And you're, you know, bass fishing. The, I mean, I did two guys, uh, Ron and Mike up here from Oklahoma. You know, they caught 25, 30 bass a day, some northern, some walleyes. On plastics and and uh, you know there's no shortage of fish in the lake. They got to they the Black's committee's got to get along with the with the DNR and they got to sit down and figure something out. You know, take the nets out of that lake. They don't need to be net in that lake. I mean, they found a bunch of gill nets in there full of dead fish that that they lost or whatever happened. You know what? And get some casinos in the state. I've been saying it for a long time to pay our taxes, to bring our taxes down, to put into the to the resources. I mean, you know what? We're in the year 2000. I mean, everybody puts their pants on the same way. I mean, there's no whatever, no, you know, forget the sovereign nation and all that stuff. Let's all get along and work together in this deal and everybody's going to be happy. I mean, you drive by that casino, there ain't a lot of people there anymore. Well, they ain't going there for one reason. There's no fish. Nobody can keep any fish, so they're not coming there. Yeah, and it does make it tough. And I know even we started the show off by talking about my trip up there with you and we took a family out and or you took a family out, I guess you should say. I was just kind of taking along to help you with the anchor because you're too big of a wimp to pull it out of the bottom. But uh, anyway, that's a whole other story. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, it was kind of disappointing to, you know, not be able to 
And, I mean, they were nice, healthy-looking fish. Oh, yeah. I mean, the fish, there's plenty of forage in the lake right now for them. They're, they're eating good. I mean, and we didn't, you know, we didn't go very far from shore. I mean, we were, you know, five minutes from shore, we caught them fish. We, if we could have went out to the mud, I mean, we could have caught a lot bigger fish and a lot more fish. I mean, but, you know, it was windy, so we stayed close to so the little kids, had a good time, and they caught fish. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of these guys up there that are, I mean, they're catching lots of fish. I mean, there's a lot of fish in that lake. I mean, guys that, that don't even know how to fish are catching fish in that lake. You put a bobber on with the leech, I mean, it's not hard to stand. No, it is not, and it's a lot of fun doing that bobber stuff, especially for walleyes. I haven't done that a lot, so it was uh, a fun experience. I thank you for that, but... Uh... The outro music is going, so we got to roll. All right. Well, people need to get a hold of me. We got lodges open. Give me a call. I'll get at Terry's Boat Harbor or Dickie's at uh, the East Side Lake, and we'll take you out fishing. Sounds great. That's legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer Chris Kudak. I'm Stan Poggle, average everyday outdoorsman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion. Black Republican, Black Democrat is coming up next. Make sure you be safe out there for the 4th of July. Make sure you still have all your fingers on the 5th of July. And don't be stupid and drink and drive because the coppers are going to get you. Enjoy your time in the outdoors. Like I said, Black Republican, Black Democrat coming up next here on Twin Cities News Talk.